It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, he was told he was out of step, or maybe he was crazy. He was laughed at, ridiculed, but in the end, he was right. So what is the man who predicted runaway inflation, income inequality, and he predicted all of these things so far ahead of everyone else. Where does he think we are, and what does he think is going to happen to the economy in the months and years ahead? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, that man is Dr. Thomas Hainig. He's a distinguished senior fellow at Mercatus Center at George Mason University. Previously, Dr. Hainig was president and chief executive officer of the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City and a member of the Federal Reserve System's Federal Open Market Committee, uh, where he lodged one of the longest-running string of no votes, I think, in the uh, in the bank's history. Uh, so this is somebody who knows his way around the numbers and is looking at things with very clear eyes in terms of where we are and what comes next. Uh, so we were really pleased here at Inside Sources to have the opportunity to speak uh, with him. And uh, we asked him, you know, how did we get here with all this inflation? Obviously, it's a long time coming, uh, but part of the reason it is happening right here, right now, uh, we are in an economic war with Russia because all the sanctions uh, we've slapped uh, them with uh, are uh, things that we're feeling pain for here at home as well. And so here's our conversation uh, with Dr. Hainig. You're sacrificing war, uh, and that's what we have chosen to do, and, and I think rightfully so, but it is war. And when we, when we try and think of it as something else, I think we are less willing to pay the price or, or make the sacrifice to win that war. And we're not trying to stick it to our people, but there is a cost. There is a cost to war, and uh, we are paying it with these higher prices, higher inflation. And, you know, the inflation numbers that came out today are really not a reflection of the war yet. That will come out in a month or so, uh, and we'll see prices, I think, much higher again. So I think that's really important to recognize. Uh, so Dr. Haney very clearly saying, hey, the, the sanctions on Russia, those are a good thing. Fully support those. Uh, we are going to feel the pain. But but what he's saying is, hey, the inflation that we're seeing today is not anything to really to do with what's going on with Russia. We're going to feel that later. Uh, which should cause all of us to shudder just a little bit because we are going to feel it uh, in a very different way. And so I think it's important to, to recognize what he's saying is, look, those those aren't baked in. We're going to feel the impact of these sanctions and what's going on with Russia. We're going to feel that a month or two down the road, uh, not right now. So what we're feeling right now is stuff that's already baked in. And so we asked him, what are some of the other causes of the current inflation 
Dr. Hennig argues it really started when the Fed started printing a bunch of money all the way back in 2010. So even after the, the worst of the 2008 recession was over, and we have to recognize that printing money, there are consequences and high prices at the grocery store because of what continued to happen after that recession way back in 2008. Even though the U.S. economy had uh, come through that financial crisis and was in recovery, 2010, the Federal Reserve wanted to engage in more quantitative ease. That is more massive printing of money, more massive purchase of government securities and mortgage-backed securities, putting that money into the banking system uh, and uh, my concern was you're putting s- such huge amounts in that you are going to, number one, misallocate resources. And by that, I meant you're going to favor those who are asset rich banks, those who hold assets, whether they're the stock market or real estate, because they're not going to make the more homes. They're just going to make them more uh, more expensive. I believe that at the time eventually you would get price inflation, but I considered asset inflation every bit as dangerous as price inflation. So asset inflation, in addition to price inflation, is part of that whole problem. And when the Fed started printing money, a whole bunch of money in 2010, uh, that's where that really began. Uh, We asked about other factors in inflation. Dr. Haney points out that the Fed started raising interest rates. This was under President Trump. Uh, and then reverse course in 2019 under a, a great deal of pressure, I think, uh, uh, especially from uh, their friends on Wall Street. And the Fed backed off. It started then putting new money in, quantitative easing, at $60 billion a month just because of a temporary spike in interest rates. So their bias is to ease and print money. And I think that's what, uh, if the economy begins to slow, even though we're talking about next week there'll be a, uh, rate increase and, and they're, they're tapered their money purchases or their asset purchases and so forth. But should unemployment rise, I think they will back away from that. That's been their habit. That's been their practice. And they will do it again and they'll print more money. So we, I think containing this bout of inflation will be very, very difficult uh, for the Fed uh, because they have to have the ability and the willingness to risk uh, a rising unemployment at least temporarily, until the inflation is brought down, and I don't think they're willing to do that. So start looking at all the complicating factors that come when you print money uh, and you spend money and you pump all that into the economy. Uh, and now we, we see that. And so, again, this goes all the way back to 2008, 2010, so we can be equal opportunity offenders. <laughs> this happened under administrations of Democrats and Republicans uh, and back to Democrats. Uh, so there's, there's a, plenty of blame to go around there. And then looking just at what the Fed was doing in terms of just printing money, buying debt. Uh, Dr. Hennig uh, went on to, to tell us, you know, what happened in 2020 and 21, uh, trying to help the country through the course of yet one more challenge, the pandemic. So all this is more fuel for inflation. So we're going to have inflation uh, following these continued easing policies through some period ahead, and I suspect well into 2024. And I think that is something that will be a a very strong drag on the economy as inflation begins to interrupt the production process itself. Uh, And I, I I do worry that the economy will be 
uh, will risk recession, will risk uh, serious uh, slowdown as inflation becomes uh, in, embedded in the economy and people have to begin to figure out how to deal with that. So to me, that's the, the big kicker there. When inflation becomes embedded in the economy, that it becomes the status quo, uh, that's when we really have to start dealing with it. And we start dealing with it on uh, an individual basis and do it sitting around the kitchen table and making a lot of choices. Uh, and we've seen that already. We already see people, uh, we were talking in the newsroom this morning about the number of people who, now that the pandemic is easing, and their employers are saying, well, we want you back in the office. And while many would love to do that, suddenly they're saying, but I can't afford that kind of gas price. If I'm going to commute up and down I-15 or wherever it might be in the state, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to have that added cost. Uh, it's much nicer to commute from my bedroom to my living room, uh, and plop down than it is to uh, fill up the car with gas because that's just getting incredibly painful. And so those are the things that are going to be become uh, really transparent in the months ahead is we're going to see this as this inflation gets embedded, uh, according to Dr. Hennig, as it gets embedded in the economy, then businesses are going to change, employment's going to change, uh, and there will be a ripple effect to all of that. Uh, this is one of those conversations that's worth staying with. And so we're going to continue our conversation uh, with Dr. Thomas Hainig. Again, he's a distinguished senior fellow at the Mercatus Center at George Mason University. Uh, used to be part of the uh, Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City. And he was the guy who predicted all this inflation was coming long before uh, it actually happened. So stay with us to find out what he says we need to be watching for in the months ahead. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.